What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of this unnamed show. Uh, today's uh, today's name is going to be the Chronicles. We heard that one a lot. Uh, a lot of suggestions out there for calling it the Chronicles. Um, this is a reference to Corona, not the Quran. Uh, though both of those things are making us take about a month off. <laughs> I think we need a rim shot uh, sound effect to go along with some of these takes. Uh, guys, Instagram stole our shit. Oh, by the way, cheers, everybody. Everybody at home, put the glass up. I'm drinking a little Nespresso with some oat milk. Treat myself right during this quarantine. Uh, but Instagram solar shit. I'm also, by the way, here with uh, Mark Gagnon. You know Mark from Corona's Got Talent. Yo, what's you know up, everybody? Too. Opus for me on the road. Mark is filling in hey. today. Uh, so here's the deal. We started this uh, amazing uh, live Instagram live thing called Corona's Got Talent where we get the most uh, talented or least talented people on the internet in the entire world to come hang out with us for a half hour, 45 minutes. The winner gets absolutely nothing, but we all are completely entertained, singing, dancing, playing soccer. We got UFC champions showing a dangalang. You know, we got beef starting. Real shit was popping off. On the Corona's Got Talent. Matter of fact, we're going to be doing it again tonight. By the time this is out on YouTube... Oh, shit. We usually put this on Instagram Live. doesn't matter. By the time this is out on YouTube, it's all going to be up there, but it'll be on my Instagram. So we've been doing it for a few days, and today, Instagram comes out and says that they're doing their own Instagram talent show. Now, before any of you say, you're not the first person to ever do a talent show on Instagram or even a talent show... I know. I'm aware of that, okay? And there's probably someone else who did an Instagram talent show. I don't care if other people take our ideas. Matter of fact, I often tell people to take them. I want people to take them. That's part of innovation. That's part of creation. That's part of leading the way. And uh, your field is that other people are going to follow suit. And I like that. I'm honored by that. I think that's great. I do have a problem, though, when a company, <clears throat> Instagram... Shadow bans me for a while, definitely affecting my business, affecting my pockets, affecting my ability to create on their platform and garner new uh, uh, people to become part, you know, new audience, new fans, new supporters. I have a problem when they shadow ban me and then take the content that we're doing and do it on their own. That seems like a conflict of interest right there, don't you think? If you enjoy what we're doing, you support what we're doing, then let it flourish. Show it to the people. Don't ban me and remove me from the Explore page every single time. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. Maybe I just had to get that off my chest a little bit. I felt, I felt aggrieved by Instagram, and it really was fucking bothering me. I've also been cooped up during this quarantine. Are you guys, have you guys had enough? Have you guys fought with your girlfriends yet? Because me and my girl duked it out last night. It was good. What happened? We just, it was just one of those things where um, we'd been, we'd been like avoiding a big fight, <laughs> you know, and we've been like patching it up. Like we've been doing like bailouts, right? Bailouts work for an economy. They don't work for a relationship, right? <laughs> and we basically got to this point where we're like, fuck it. We just got to have it out. And we just had it out. And it was an all out brawl. It was beautiful. I mean, bringing stuff up from like weeks <laughs> ago. I mean, we were going at it. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're right. I mean, it was, it was great. And we got it all out of our system. We just flushed it all out. 
and we started anew. Sometimes you need to hit reset. <laughs> I recommend a fight. I recommend a fight with your significant other, your partner, your roommates, whatever it is. Just go to the living room, sit down on the couch, put a drink on the coffee table, and fucking go at it. Go at it. 30 minutes. We went at it for 30, took a break, went to separate rooms, went back at it for another 30. You had a halftime? Bro. It was like a soccer game, dude. It took an intermission? <laughs> dude, it was. This is World Cup fighting over here. You're in your corner. You call Akash. <laughs> I had to. I had to go on Instagram. I had to just kind of cleanse my soul a little bit. I had to get a little distraction. I went away from the fight. Obviously, I was scared. Not scared, but you like pussy out a little bit. You're like, oh, I don't want to cause a bigger fight by walking away. No, 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 no. Both walk away. Take your time. Regroup your arguments. Sometimes you're in an argument with your girl. She gets you so spun in different directions that your thoughts aren't straight. Mm. I had to get my thoughts straight, get my notes down. What are we arguing about? Stay on task, mm. deliver, okay? She wasn't going to throw me off. There's no jury to decide who's right or wrong, right? We really got to convince convince each other. This is like, this old-fashioned, it's like a duel. It's like a vendetta kind of shit. But we did it, so go out there, have <laughs> a huge blow-up with your girlfriend. Relationship you recession. Yes. I think that's how you avoid it. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me bring that back. Yes, you can avoid. No, you need complete collapse. That's it. It's like when a forest burns down. Yeah, well, not a forest, but the farmland. Yeah. You know how they like burn all the crops so that it will regenerate over time? Mm -hmm. That's what we did, mm -hmm. and it feels good. I feel fresh. I feel ready to grow. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we might throw down again tonight. You never know at this quarantine, but we're on <laughs> fucking edge. I mean, we got in a fight. I don't even... What did we even get an argument about? I forget what it was. I mean, who gives a fuck? Really, at this point, who gives a fuck? Trump's going to let all the old people die. That's all that matters. <laughs> mm. And we got a big stimulus package. So cool things happening today. But, um, yeah, Trump was basically out there, and I think it was like the uh, the governor or like this, I don't know, something of Texas, some guy in Texas, I forget. He's basically like kind of said what we had said on the podcast. It was like old people don't want to fuck the economy up for everybody else. They're old. They're ready to die, right? If you ask them, they'd probably be willing to sacrifice it. And no bullshit, and I'm not necessarily suggesting this because my parents are old, right? But every old person I've spoken to is 100% okay with them trying to avoid getting it and everybody else getting back to work. Hmm. I have yet to speak to one old person that says, we got to shut things down. I could die. I think old people are incredibly unselfish. So Trump is out there, and the marketing genius he is, he goes, I want to have everything you know, up and running by Easter. This guy literally wants to resurrect the economy on Easter. <laughs> he can't not think things in terms of an Instagram post because you know it's going to be like his head on an Easter bunny and then just like dragging the American economy behind him. He's going to find a way to spin it and make it look phenomenal if um, all the old people don't die in the process. Yikes. Mark's a little skeptical. Mark doesn't really believe entirely that everybody's going to die. Is that fair to say, Mark? Yeah, I think so. You think that you're skeptical or you think that the old people won't die? I think a lot of people could die, mm -hmm. but I'm still unsure in exactly how many. Right. So, like, Mark, can I tell you the, the text that you sent me today? Which was what? About the hospital. 
Yeah, I don't remember. Mark sent me oh, a text yeah. saying, he goes, they're inflating the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mark's not an Italian, but the way he said, they're inflating the numbers. Look, this is how many people died in the hospital today. And I was like, bro, that's a lot of people. He goes, people die in hospitals. That's <laughs> the last place you go before you die often, right? <laughs> and it does make sense. They're going to throw us statistics of all the people that have died in the hospital. And when people get to a hospital, usually they're going to die, maybe from other things. Right there, maybe people that died from a heart attack at the hospital that day. Maybe somebody died from stomach cancer, et cetera. Is that what you were trying to say, Mark? Yeah, a little bit. The one specific article that I sent you was uh, a guy that got coronavirus right. and then happened to fall and hit his head and then died from head trauma. Right. And then they said it was corona-related death. That's a little extra. He died after being infected by coronavirus. He How did he fall? Like, was he taking a deep breath? Was, if it had anything <laughs> to do with respiratory. <laughs> yeah, was he like coughing a few times, slip, fall? <laughs> Is the cough the new banana peel? Yeah. <laughs> so anything related to corona whatsoever. Yeah. If you I, die. I guess, yeah. So let's say that. you say, hey, bro, get away from me. You got corona. And then someone just kills you. Would that also count as corona-related death? Yeah, based on this article. Okay, so maybe the numbers are being a little inflated. But maybe they need <laughs> to scare us. See, that's the thing. I think that there's a world here where they where they want to scare us because we're not taking it serious enough because nobody that we really know has died yet. Yeah. Right? The closest we have, and I wonder if this changes things, if she ends up dying, I hope she doesn't. But there's a basketball player named Carl Anthony Towns. Do you know Carl Anthony Towns, everybody at home? Mark, you know Carl Anthony Towns? Mm -hmm. Plays for the um, Minnesota Timberwolves, power forward, really skinny ankles, almost comically so. Big, flat feet, skinny ankles. <laughs> Built like uh, Oscar Pistorius. Like, if Oscar Pistorius's <laughs> fake legs were real, that's how Carl Anthony Towns looked. And his grandma got it, and she's in a coma now in the hospital. Now, granted, she's older, grandma. I don't think, I assume the coma is related to coronavirus. I mean, this would be really unfair if she was in a coma and then got the coronavirus and they were blaming it. That would be back to what you were saying, right? Mark, we shouldn't laugh at that. So if someone's in a coma and you have coronavirus... Someone gave it to her. They're just that, that she knows. Like, they just CPR in it. Yeah. <laughs> is it Carl Anthony Towns? Is that, <laughs> he's over here weeping. It's like, bro, stop breathing on your grandma. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he's tall too, right? Exactly. You got to bend over. Yeah, that's an active. He's already six feet of distance if he's standing right next to you. More than that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He killed his grandma. <laughs> no, uh, if she ends up dying, I think it becomes real. Because I think there were like different waves for them to take it, uh, for getting us to take it serious, right? We had like the Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson wave. Do you believe that she ever had it or, they, or he had it? Maybe. I just don't care why you get tested with no symptoms. Perfect question. Mark has a great question. If they felt no symptoms, why are you even testing them? One, what a waste of a test. You've been telling us this shit all the time. We shouldn't get tested unless we definitely have the symptoms. Two, why would you be inclined to do that? How could you even go into the hospital again? I understand they're famous people. They can do whatever they want. It just still seems to be odd. But I, I think that they basically did the country a solid or the world a solid. They're like, who's the most famous person that's willing to say they got corona? Tom Hanks, mm -hmm. sure. Hey, would your wife mind doing it too? I mean, you guys are always around. Okay, great. Boom. Um, they both say they got corona. We still don't take it seriously. We're out playing soccer in the park every nice day that we possibly can. Why? Because mm -hmm. we don't care about shit until it kills you. And honestly, I don't even think we care about shit when it kills you still. Like, there are things out there that we know will kill you, but it's got to kill someone we know and care about or feel a connection to. 
right? Like, we could say Italians are dying, right? Because they are. There's tons of Italians. And they have these stories about they're choosing between who lives and who dies. They say that to you. They say that to Mark. They say that to me. <laughs> I, I don't... I know it's real, but it's not. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> like... Is it because so many people die every day already and we have to come to some like understanding of that? What is it, it? I think it also has to be graphic. We have to see the visual of it. And the visual, I think, has to be, uh, yeah, it's got to be like gross. Ah. Like if you're foaming at the mouth and falling, like dying in the streets, it's like, wow, ah. we have an issue. Yes, you see people when they have cancer and they're dying of cancer and the way their bodies just completely deplete and like mm -hmm. shrivel up. Same thing with AIDS, right? Like you see the way they look. But with corona, it's like you have a cough and then you get better if you're young, apparently. And then if you're old... You just cough until you go to sleep forever. Forever! <laughs> <That's> right? <laughs> For real though, right? So it's like... There's no way we can really see it. And also seeing... And this is the most fucked up thing. Seeing an old person cough and then pass away isn't crazy, <laughs> right? I know that sounds fucked up, but isn't that how you imagine a lot of older people, like elderly people would go? It's kind of the most devious virus in the world because the most brazen people don't give a fuck about it and the most ready-to-die people also don't give a fuck about it, <laughs> right? It's like it can't. Oh man, it's so frustrating. It's like if someone if someone designed a virus for the world to not care while it slowly took away 2% of it, this would be the one. Mm -hmm. It really shows you how little we care about old people, man. You you have you have politicians screaming at you, "Please stay home. There are old people dying." And nobody cares. Are old people the least cared about group? Is that the most disrespected group? Is that the most, like, is there the most prejudice towards old people when you really think about it? Well, that's where the whole, like, ageism conversation comes in. Yeah, but I thought ageism is like you call some young, like, some 35-year-old woman ma'am and she gets all upset. <laughs> like, I, ageism. Well, that's how I got co-opted. Oh, so it started out with, initially, we really don't. Okay, break down the ageism. I think, my understanding is, like, initially you have, like, a 55-year-old guy gets fired, and then he goes to apply for a job and can't find work for three years. Yes, okay. Because why would they spend the time to train a guy that's going to retire the, in 10 years when you can die, just get right. a kid out of college? Okay, so there's two things with that also, though, with the ageism thing, because there is a valid point. It's like you're a young business. You're trying to stay successful. Um, actually, you're an old business. Let's say you're one of these like newspapers, right? And you've got all these writers on staff. Like I had an ex a while back. Her pops was a writer. And he was on staff and they let him go. They gave him a nice pension, but they were basically saying, nobody reads newspapers anymore. We can't continue to pay you this crazy salary. Nobody really gives a fuck. We'd rather pension you out or give you severance or whatever the fuck it is, a few years at, at uh, full pay, and then you're done. Um, and I think that's what started this, like, you know, firing the old people shit. Uh, but then again, it does make sense. Like, would I rather have a 55-year-old dude work at this ad agency and I got to teach him about Excel. I got to teach him about Photoshop. I got to teach him how to do all these different things. Or should I have some 23-year-old kid who knows all of them perfectly? He's more equipped for the job. Is that ageist? I mean, if you really want to save money on, like, employees, maybe you would hire the older one because they're going to age out anyway, whereas the younger ones are going to want to keep on getting raises and shit. 
I think ageism actually, now that I think about it, might be like the most reasonable prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, why? I mean, are you going to hire like a 60 year old guy to be a fireman? <laughs> right? Like, bro, how pissed would you be? Bro, some guy coming, would you mind carrying me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, there are certain things where, you know how we say, like, there are certain things where there's definitely a gender difference and we're okay with that. Age <laughs> is that. Bro, he's got to take the chair up the stairs on the <laughs> side of walker. it. <laughs> he's taking a <laughs> He's sitting in, like, the little elevator thing. <laughs> he's, he's got the, oh, I know what you're talking about, the one that goes around the banister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a, Coming up! <laughs> like, I'm burning! <laughs> His little diabetes bracelet. He's saving. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like age is the perfect thing where you could be prejudiced. Like you can look at someone and go, you look great for your age. You can't look at someone and go, you look great for an Asian. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like we allow age prejudice. Age prejudice is important. But you do think that though, right? It's a compliment. <laughs> you said we do think that. Maybe. If your Asian head. chick got a fat ass, we'd be like, yo, you got a fat ass for an Asian. I think the Asian chick takes it as a compliment, right? Unless she's like Filipino and they got a little bit of that in it. <laughs> that's, that, that's that dog, baby. <laughs> Makes you good for doggy stuff. <laughs> no, but there, there, there is something to this. Why is, age, why is ageism even a thing? It's exactly how we should treat older people, right? Help them up the stairs. If someone tried to help you up the stairs, right? You'd be offended. Yeah, I'd be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I think it makes sense. I think we need to lean into this ageism. So you're you're for it. I'm not even it's not like for or against. I just think it's like a natural process. Like I believe in gender roles and I believe in age roles as well. And your role right now is to die so we don't fuck <laughs> up the <your> car. <laughs> <laughs> Am I am I on to something? I don't know. Know your role in the hierarchy. Know your right? role in society, dude. And do you know what rung you're at? You're below the earth in a coffin. Okay, that's what <laughs> rung you're in. That's where, you, that's where you have to be. We need to fertilize the earth, okay? What do they say? The earth is dying. It can't grow anything anymore. What's better than burning it? Putting some old people in there, okay? <laughs> Make some diamonds a few million years from now. We need a blood. <laughs> Yo, Zales and what is it? De Beers need a serious. What if they made Corona? Oh. We're running out of diamonds. We need to throw some already ancient people in there, speed up the diamond making process. Mm. I think there's something to it. <laughs> Who benefits the most from Corona, Mark? Go. Uh, Ooh, this is good. Who benefits the Who most? Who benefits? Thinking everybody at home, write in the comments while you're thinking. But make mm. sure you write now. Don't write it before we say, because we might say, and that might sway your opinion. Who do you think benefits most from the coronavirus? Go. I think your pets. That's why they started it. Keep going. Animals start a coronavirus. Asians are not animals. What did I tell you <laughs> about the way you speak on these podcasts, bro? Come on, Mark. No, at the wet markets, certain people in Wuhan were eating animals. That then started coronavirus, right? That's how it started. Ah, so bats started it so they would no so longer be in. Animals started it. So, like, maybe it was a dog. We don't know if it was a bat, per se. It could have been a dog. Yeah, a that, penguin. They'll eat anything. They, yeah. they could have eaten, like, like dog meat that then caused coronavirus. And now everyone has to stay home with their dogs. Oh, shit. And with when we run out of food, this is how corona takes over. 
what is left. Lucky. <laughs> right? We have to eat lucky, and then what do we get an even more extreme case of? More coronavirus. What a genius fucking disease that these animals put together. No, that's a good point. Okay. I think the dogs benefit because until we eat them, we just hang out with them. What Your dog wants you to be home all day. It does, yeah. And so now you're home all day. And then you're dead, and then he's dead. Well, he's just not thinking about you dying. Just, that's fair. He just wants to hang out. Okay, fine. I have a different, I have a different uh, thing. I have a different take. <laughs> so a, little, a little different than yours. Um, and this was something that you were telling me about the other day. And I was like, there's no way that this is really going to happen. But we'll talk about the podcast. We'll talk about it on the show anyway. Uh, it was the idea of putting uh, a chip in your arm. Mm. Right? Okay. Remember we were saying on this show, maybe you guys saw the other day. We were talking about how the only way where you can get the economy uh, going again is if you have people who have been vaccinated for the virus operating normally, and then people who have not been vaccinated yet uh, quarantined. Now, how do we show who has been vaccinated, who hasn't been vaccinated? Well, it'd be really convenient if there was like a chip that was in your arm and somebody could just swipe your chip to prove that you've been vaccinated and then you could enter Zara and go shopping for your, you know, short shorts or whatever it is. <laughs> Bill Gates invents this chip. And they just announced, and I don't know where the fucking tweet is, but you guys can look it up. They just announced that um, they're considering using it as a way to prove that people have been vaccinated for this virus. One, we have the vaccine or whatever the fuck it is. Next time I'll read it more before I you know, sit in front of you guys on fucking camera and tell you about it. Here's the thing. This fucking Bill Gates guy is genius. Obviously, listen, that's not the most historic thing that's ever been said. But he finds ways to profit from turmoil, right? There's a famous Warren Buffett quote. I forget exactly what it is. Something like, uh, I forget exactly what it is. Something like when there's blood on the streets or when everybody's afraid to buy, you got to buy or anybody's uh, selling. What is it? It's, uh, what is it? Buy when there's blood on the floor? Something like that. Um, but essentially... Essentially, what he's done is, right, there's probably going to be a shortage of water eventually. This guy found a way to turn shit into water. So now he's going to profit when the water shortage comes. Now we have this global pandemic where everybody's going to have to be chipped up who happens to have made the chip already, and they can put it out there for distribution and shove it in people's arms. Bill Gates. Now, once they have that chip in your body, who knows what they're going to do, right? I mean, they can listen to every conversation we have on our phones, right? We talk about um, basketball tickets, one conversation. The next day, every Instagram ad I have is for buy buy tickets to the March Madness tournament, buy Knicks tickets, buy this, buy a basketball hoop at home. So if you think that there's gonna is not gonna be more shit in that chip that they're gonna put on arm besides that proof that we've been vaccinated, you out of your goddamn mind. They're gonna put some extra shit in there. What they're gonna put, I don't know, Mark. What do you think? I don't know. It's a tricky thing. Do Why? You, you do you think everyone gets chipped? Who wouldn't? I don't know. You resist, like you just say, "Hey, I'm not going to get chipped." Mm. How do you resist? Can so you? So here's the thing. <clears throat> Should you? Here's the thing with the resistance, right? And this is going to happen with driving soon, right? Eventually, when everybody has the driverless car, they're going to remove our ability to drive a car because it would be actually more dangerous if there was somebody driving their own car than if every car was driverless. Because if every car was driverless, they'd all be put into the same computer system and all know exactly where each other car is and be able to calculate the amount of time uh, or space it would take to stop or make a turn, etc. It would be 
very limited traffic, and almost no crashes, right? So insurance companies wouldn't even insure you if you were going to drive yourself because it would be too dangerous. The insurance companies just wouldn't get behind it. And I think eventually that will happen with the chip. You could say no, but then everybody in the store is going to be like, we just can't let you in. You Why not? Well, we just can't risk you having a disease that could potentially infect everybody in here. And then all of our grandparents died. We just can't do that. So I think they kind of, they don't make it mandatory, but they make it mandatory. You know, they're basically, basically like the quarantine we have now. They're like, hey, you don't have to stay inside, but everything's closed. So have fun. <laughs> and then we end up staying inside. I think they'll do the exact same thing with that. We'll see. Do you think it's dangerous? What's the downside of doing it? Of what? The chip? Yeah. I mean, I, I tend to have like a, a more like relaxed approach to these things. I'm just like, yeah, chip me. I don't give a fuck. You know, and you had that Snowden quote. What was the Snowden quote? Oh, uh, it's something to the effect of like uh, uh, saying that you don't care about freedom of speech or saying that you don't care about privacy because you have nothing to hide is saying like you don't care about freedom of speech because you, you have got nothing, nothing to, say. to say. Yeah. So it's more about like protecting that right. You have to kind of use it, I guess, which is fine. I'm like, put a fucking chip in me. I don't care. Let's get back to work. If it takes a chip to go do stand up again, put the chips wherever the fuck you want. You can choose the spot. You could literally choose wherever you want to put it. I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to be back on stage, back out in the shows, chip up everybody, yank the chip out when you're done with my show. I don't give a fuck, frankly. But let's get back out there. Let's get doing these kind of things. That little stimulus package they're putting out is bullshit. Did you guys see that? They uh, approved some stimulus package. I think they're going to give everybody 1200 bucks. couples 2400 Uh Crazy how they came up with that statistic, huh? I mean, how, how could you go from twelve to 2400 for a couple? We got some real genius mathematicians <laughs> over there at the State Department. Thanks. Hey, it's twelve hundred each, unless you're a couple, and then it's twenty four hundred, guys. Five hundred for each kid. Okay, so you hoes, <laughs> ching. <laughs> we have a lot of kids claimed in the next couple months. But here's the fucked up thing: it's a one-time payment. What are you gonna do with this kind of shit? What are you going to do with $1,200 or $2,400 or $2,700, whatever your family is? I don't think one time is enough to, like, keep this thing going. Like, we've been speaking about on this podcast. Like, it, the, you need consumption and, and production in order for the economy to function, right? Now that this uh, stimulus package was laid out, everybody's a fucking economist, and they're telling – they're saying shit like, oh, now all of a sudden we got a trillion dollars. Where was that when we wanted health care? Where was that when we wanted uh, no, uh, you know, uh, free college or getting rid of college loans? Where was that when we wanted reparations for black people? Where was that? And don't get me wrong, I would have thought the exact same thing if we didn't sit down with this economist for an hour and learn how the economy works. The only thing the powers that be care about is that the country, the economy is moving, right? Movement is what matters, right? If you want to be bailed out or given money or given free school or given reparations, you have to stop the movement, right? Look at that one time in history where there was the bus boycott. Do you remember the bus boycott? Martin Luther King organized bus boycott, right? Black people stopped riding the bus. And all of a sudden, the economic movement, the economic flow started to slow down. And there was less movement and it started to affect the bus company. And that's what changed it. It wasn't like the bus company was like, you know what? We're being immoral here. The bus company was like, yo, we're going broke. Hey, organize some shit. Fix some shit. So if you want 
reparations or you want free college or you want any of these things, find a way to grind the economy to a halt. Look at all these businesses out here asking for bailouts. If they're going to get bailed out, it's only because if they fail, they'll grind the economy to a halt. That is the tactic, and that's what you take away from this. Don't look at this and go, oh, so when the rich people ask for money, then all of a sudden there's money. That, that means nothing. That does nothing. That doesn't help you. You have the ability to affect the economy. If you organize, you have the ability to affect it, either at a local level, state level, countrywide level, depending on how big the business is. Find a way to slow the shit down. The only way to slow the shit down, stop buying shit. That's it. Now, here's the thing. They want us to spend money on something. If we can't leave the house, we can't spend money. So we got to decide what the fuck we're going to do. Maybe it's to get us some money for the next month because everybody's going broke and we need to feed ourselves and just you know pay electric bill and these types of things. But the reality of the matter is the economy cannot be supported unless we're out there in the world spending money and doing shit. I hope we get there soon. I really hope we get there soon. Did you hear? Do you guys hear that uh, China is offering to send people to Italy to uh, help them out? <laughs> Don't you want to just go to China and be like, you've done enough. Can you just <laughs> fucking relax? Can you just send some people down to the wet markets and stop selling humpback whale? There are certain things we don't need to fucking eat, okay? Just chill out. Let's do that. You handle your own shit, China. Like, literally every virus. Is it every flu comes from China? <laughs> right? SARS, MERS. Was swine flu them? I think so, yeah. H1N1. I mean, come on. Isn't H1N1 that podcast? <laughs> What's H1N1? Isn't that that podcast? H3H3. H3H3. H3. <laughs> anyway, point is, China, got to handle your shit. I mean, um, how patronizing is that, though? The place that caused the illness is like, you need some help with that? Is it? It's like if you give a girl herpes and you're like, look, I'll walk you to the pharmacy and we'll get you to Valtrex <laughs> together. No, no, I know how to do it. I know how, I've done it before. Right? It's like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, you gave it to me. Bafanculo. That's what Italy should say. Um, all right, we're coming up on 30. What else we got? Is there anything else we definitely need to talk about today? Oh, here's a little something, and then we'll get out of here. Um, you know, I just realized, and nobody's been talking about this at all. You know whose business is getting fucking murdered by this? Trump's. Like, Trump is in the hotel business, right? Somebody told me that 83% of uh, hotels in New York, or rather, hotels in New York were at 83% um, not occupied, or whatever the fuck that is. So they were at 17% occupancy in New York last week. This week, I can't imagine what it is. I mean, that's even if they're open. That's even if they're open. They might be closed. My parking garage is connected to a hotel. The whole hotel is closed. They just shut down. No one's in there. So it's like... Ay, 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 man. This guy, and apparently his businesses can't be bailed out in the bailout. Because I think when you're a president, you're not allowed to financially gain directly from any of the bills that you sign into law. So literally, if every hotel gets bailed out, it'll be everyone. But the Trump hotels. I think there's a chance that the Trump hotels could go out of business. And how fucking crazy would that be that everybody said, Trump is just trying to be president so he can benefit himself. Trump is just going for the presidency so he can find ways to funnel money into his businesses. Trump is just doing all these things so that he can get even more rich and more powerful. And then what ends up happening? He loses his hotel business and potentially loses the election. If that does happen, 
I believe in the Illuminati, bro. Because that is maybe the most genius way to take down another human being possible. <laughs> because not only are you taking down his ability to win the, the next election, you're taking down his ability to have that economic leverage that he's always had. He doesn't have to play politics like these <laughs> other guys do, right? Bro, it's like getting someone fired from their current job and, and their, their old job. Yeah, and their next one. You <laughs> yeah. can't even go back to it. It's like if Jordan left basketball and then went to baseball and was like, I'll come back. And they were like, no, nah, no, nah, you can't come back. Yeah. <laughs> you can't play baseball or basketball. The MLB and the NBA are like, nah. No. <laughs> no more gambling, MJ. <laughs> so it could be crazy. We'll see what happens. Now, do you think he's got like a workaround where he's got – Someone else's name on the books. It's not I him. Think they got to, bro. Like all these guys got to. They, they like. Yes, yes. And the conversation's going to be had. Like he's making tons of money off this. When you have information, you make money, right? Mm. That's what that Richard Burr, that senator, did. That like dumped all the stock, right? Dumped like a million dollars worth of stock before, and um, for the stock market took that huge dip because he knew it was coming. So yeah, they're going to be okay. They're going to find a. They're going to find a fucking way. Um, anyway, we got to wrap this up because we got to do some Corona's Got Talent. But, um, man, I thought there was one more thing to say to you guys. I really forgot. Anything else? Mark, anything you want to tell the people? Ah, that's it for me. Tune okay. in to Corona's Got Talent. Tune in tonight. We'll see you there. Peace.